leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Along with me is Davey. What is up? What's going on? What's going I on? I got one question before we get started. Well, I got two things before we get started. But what the first thing, are you full? Am I full? Yeah, are you full? Uh, Yep, I'm full. Full of all the crow you're about to eat because Brandon Cooks <laughs> was an all-star, like we said. Wow. If yeah, if you're gonna gloat about that performance, <laughs> know, go I go know. for it. That was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Uh the Christian McCaffrey injury changed the entire dynamic of the game. That fourth and one what did he die? <laughs> my I don't my headphones felt weird. I think they're getting bad because these are the cheap ones that we both bought and yours already went bad, so I think mine are too. Uh, mine, yeah, mine went bad like the day after I bought them. Yeah, I've had these for about a year and a half, so it's all good. I was, I was wrong. Brandon Cooks killed it. He's on my bench in two leagues. I'm just hoping the guys I plugged in do better. That's all. I checked. What, what can majority, you do? I checked all my leagues, and I have him in about six leagues, and I started him in all six. Pretty feeling pretty good. I think he had 116 yards out of the 160 mills through. Which yeah, is it was, stupid. Which it is was, really it, stupid. It was ugly. Like, I, there's no way I'd watch that game and at the end of the game be like, Brandon Cooks is like a stud. Like, oh, Brandon Cook. I'd, I'd be like, man, I'm just, I'm disappointed for how what how good he could be. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, because he did exactly what we thought he was going to do and how. But I mean, what I thought. If, if he ever had one good quarterback like in his life, I just feel like he could be so good. Like, oh, he's he had. What do you mean? He's had Drew Brees. He's had Tom. Uh, he's not Tom Brady. He said Drew Brees. He's had Tom. Yeah, he had Tom Brady in New England. Well, if if he's been on a, a team more than one year, <laughs> yeah, the dude's had some really good quarterbacks. That's why he's been so awesome. Uh, anyway, let's move on from that. The next thing I want to say is we are not live on Twitter because that does not happen anymore. So we will be creating a YouTube page at the end of this show. And you can find us on YouTube starting next week. So, Davey, we're here to talk about the second half of the week three slate. Yes, we talked about the first half yesterday. If you haven't seen that we're gonna and you, you miss a game here, it's because we talked about the, the earlier games yesterday. We'll continue with this. Uh, again, we're not trying to, like, get too crazy into detail on these games we're trying to it's more aimed at fantasy purposes uh so yeah let's let's go for it what do you say yeah let's have a spirited debate about these games so the first <coughs> time davy i want you to start off i want you to give me your preview of why is this not popping up i don't have it My, popped uh, up. oh it's all good uh cardinals 2-0 at jaguars 0-2 
Yep, Trevor Lawrence has looked like everything but the generational talent everyone has labeled him as coming out of Clemson. He leads the NFL in uncatchable balls, which obviously is not good for him or his pass catchers. This is a bad offense, plain and simple. Personally, it would be tough for me to start anyone outside of Marvin Jones, even in a week when the Cardinals should take an early lead and force this Jags team to pass a lot. Then there's James Robinson, who was outtouched by Carlos Hyde in week one, took back the lead role in week two, but does it really matter? Because he still scored less than 10 points. As for the Cardinals, Kyler should absolutely feast on this awful Jags pass D. It's currently ranked 28th in the league. Keep an eye on Hopkins. He's dealing with uh, injured ribs. He does truly seem to be questionable. If he plays, he's probably going to go nuts. I'm hoping Rondell Moore can continue this streak of showing out in this high-powered offense. A uh, big boost to Moore, and I'd definitely consider playing Christian Kirk if Hopkins was ruled out. Uh, as for the running backs, Chase Edmonds, meh. Only startable, pretty much the only startable one, the only running back that's startable on that team. Um, I view him as a low in running back two. He's not a great option. Uh, what do you think? You if uh, you think Hopkins is going to play, and if he doesn't play, do you think Kirk is a flex? I am not a doctor, so I don't know, but I will say Hopkins will probably miss, mm-hmm. and Kirk has to be a flex in this situation. But I think Rondell Moore is the go-to guy for the situation. And maybe a little Chase Evans. Maybe you see his targets go up a little bit. I don't know if you mentioned that. And you're thinking, I'm too busy trying to find your notes you sent me. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, uh, yeah, I could see. I could definitely see Edmonds getting more involved in the pass game if Hopkins were to miss. And I kind of feel like he is going to miss. I feel like they're 2-0. The Jags are 0-2. Why not just rest them one game? Rondell Moore is showing out. Kirk looks good. Like, let the guys do their thing. You don't need much to beat the Jaguars. Um, I think we've talked about this part enough with the Jaguars. Don't start anybody. I think our yeah. entire start sit article <laughs> was the Cardinals and Jaguars. Like, start all the Cardinals, mm-hmm. sit all the Jaguars. Yep. Uh, Marvin. Yeah, Marvin Jones is the only one I'd be considered playing as like a low end, like wide, like a wide receiver three. Like that. Even then, I'm not feeling totally great. But yeah, yeah. I if I had to like... pick, if I had to pick one, I guess it would be Marvin Jones. I feel like yeah, DJ Chark is fulls gold. I feel like James Robinson Always. can get anything done. I think this is going to be a heavily Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, and Chase Edmonds game if Hopkins misses. If Hopkins plays, he's going to yeah. feast, I hope. I really, really hope. Next game up, we got the Washington football team, 1-1 one one at the Buffalo Bills, 1-1. One one. Will Taylor Heineke's success continue this week? Will Josh Allen continue to struggle? I think the answer to both of these questions is no. After a great comeback win over the Giants last Thursday, Heineke faces a much more difficult test this weekend on the road against this Bills defense. That's allowing only 161 passing yards per game. That's second in the NFL. The good news is he did funnel targets to Scary Terry with success against the Giants, though that might be a bit harder to do this week against Darius White. I'm still firing up Terry, obviously, along with Logan Thomas, who was the clear number two, seven targets last week. We saw Heineke fill in last year. He also peppered Logan Thomas. Uh, I feel fine about Thomas. He's going to be good. Uh, Antonio Gibson, of course, he's been the big disappointment so far this season. He's sitting at running back 33 overall right now. That's tied with J.D. McKissick in full PPR. He's actually has 20, like 23.1, like to the same exact decimal of points. Are you looking uh, at uh, Fantasy Pros or your, your funky league where they do return yards? Uh, what Does any of those guys return balls? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, McKissick's 32, Gibson's 32, and they're both 21.1. Yeah, pretty wild. Pretty yeah. wild. Uh, of course, you got to start Gibson. In the, one went in the third round. One didn't 
<laughs> when they get drafted. So like, yeah. Well. Oh uh, man, poor guy. Uh, for Buffalo, I, I keep waiting for that Josh Allen game where he's going to explode and be the guy that we saw last year. I know Josh doesn't want that to happen because his hot take is draft the next Josh Allen. Uh, but I'm hoping for old Josh Allen this week. This is a tough Washington D. I agree on that. It, I think the Bills defense will be able to stop Washington, though. Uh, I think it's going to create more opportunities for Josh Allen to do his thing. If Daniel Jones can score 29 points against them, I think Josh Allen can certainly do that, if not better. I think this is the game where Allen pays off, Diggs does his thing, and people who start those two guys will be happy. I'm still not trusting any tight end or running back in Buffalo. I am not tr- not trusting any of them. Singletary is actually my sit of the week. One of my sits of the week, he was god-awful until that one one run. That's all it takes for a running back or any player, one play. Yeah, and you're happy with it. So don't fall for the fool's gold. Devin Singletary is not that good. He's not that good at football. Um you know, reference the article. He averaged, I think, I think he averages two yards after contact per carry, which is trash, which means he can't freaking break one tackle. And uh, Jonathan Taylor is even worse, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, I'm never going to stop with a J- Jonathan Taylor hate until he becomes. Well, yeah, we got to wait. We got to wait for that stretch of games. He's got to play the Texans or someone yeah, worse. The Lions and the good. Tech. They got to play the Lions and then play the Texans, like in those two games in a row. Yeah, I don't know why I went on that side, but you said start McLaurin, even though he's on, even though White's going to be on him. I don't, I still don't understand why you're so into start McLaurin, start McLaurin when he has Heineke throwing the ball, and you're like still wary about Brandon Cooks. Like, did last night really change you? Are you still starting Brandon Cooks going forward, just like you're starting McLaurin? Mm, I, uh, I'm probably after seeing that game, I'm probably going to sit Brandon Cooks again next week. I don't know. What? I mean, I have she- I have Shepard and Rondell Moore. They're they're just as good. Like it, it's not really that big of a difference. But yeah, I'm still I'm still I'm just still worried. If it wasn't for a fourth and one uh, that Chuba Hubbard couldn't convert, Brandon Cooks would they that forty second drive before halftime that he got three catches for seventy yards on one drive, he would have been it would have been a dud. So I don't know. Concerned about digs at all? Stephon worried about who? Diggs? No, Diggs. No, I like. No, no he's, he's, he's too fine. good. He's too good. Uh, what do we talk? Four o'clock. Go to the four o'clock games now, huh? Yeah, yep. let's go to the four o'clock. Games. On to the four o'clock. We got the Jets zero and two against the Broncos, two and zero. Jets rookie QB Zach Wilson has not been impressive at all through two games so far. He threw a whopping four picks and zero touchdowns last week against New England. Things don't get better for the Rook this week either. He's going to Denver to face a stout defense, allowing the seventh fewest fantasy points to QBs. I'm not starting Wilson anywhere unless I'm in a super flex, and even then, it's it's iffy. Uh, Corey Davis showed up in week one, seven targets, came in with two touchdowns. Then, last week, only managed two catches on five targets for a measly eight yards. Ouch. Uh, he's a wide receiver three for me. But, God, he's always got that upside that he could be something more. Uh, with Wilson under center, it seems like it's going to be a roller coaster ride this year with Davis, ups and downs. Uh, we did see Michael Carter start to emerge as a lead back last week. He toted the ball 11 times, also saw three targets. He looked good. Uh, this is a great sign for him. I hope that emergence continues there. Still, it's an unpredictable situation. They still got Ty Montgomery, who pretty much it was evenly split with him last week. Carter's somewhere in running back four territory for me, so most people should probably have better options. Uh, moving on to the Broncos, steady Teddy, man. Steady Teddy has come out of the gates hot, averaging 296 passing yards, two touchdowns per game. 
Against the Jets this week, he is surely streamable if you don't have a better option. With Judy out, it was nice to see Sutton come through last week. 12 total targets. He's a solid wide receiver, too, for me. Tim Patrick looks to be like the wide receiver, too, there, but he's just like, meh. He's Tim Patrick. I don't really care about him. Uh, yeah, you'd have to be pretty desperate, I feel like, to put Tim Patrick in the flex. If he, if he doesn't score a touchdown, you're kind of screwed, right? Uh, as for the Broncos running backs, I think they both have a good chance of putting up good numbers. It's the Jets. Uh, they've given up the fifth most points to opposing running backs, so beating them on the ground is pretty easy. It seems like the game plan could be the Broncos get up early and run Javante Williams, and maybe he shows out and we get, a little, get to see more of him uh, in the future and as he earns that role. That would be nice. I would like that. Uh, and if the Bron- yeah, I, I feel like that's probably the case. Uh, so both running back twos for me this week, low, low end running back twos, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams for me. Yeah, I prefer if you had to choose one, I'll tell you this. I'll prefer Javante Williams over Melvin Gordon just because I want it to happen. Speak it into an existence. I know. But Melvin Gordon's getting more carries, 52% of the snap share. Javante's only getting 47%. You know, Javante's got four red zone touches. Gordon's got five. It's pretty you know, even, and they're just both taking away from each other's value. Exactly. Uh, yard, true yards per carry, 4.0 for Williams. Melvin Gordon's sitting a little bit higher at 4.3. So, like, they're kind of the same. Yeah production and it's just so frustrating yeah so frustrating. i agree i agree uh, this, uh javante williams has been very elusive by the way he evaded uh 14 tackles so far this year fifth overall in the nfl he's juke wow. rates at 48.3 percent which is third in the nfl so that's the one thing he has over melvin gordon and i want to see more carries for javante williams so what you're like saying is Jonathan Taylor is in a room right now watching film and taking notes on how to, how to on Javante Williams. He's like, how does this guy break it? Oh, that's how he did it. <laughs> right. Uh, that's we're just gonna, 100% we're just gonna, right. We're just going to keep slamming him. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if if he gets more carries, Javante Williams gets more carries and gets into a flow, we're going to see a major, major, huge yeah. game. It's just going to take that. And another thing that I hate, 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 and maybe he didn't do this in college, He's not catching the ball. He's not getting targets. He has two targets, two catches. That's it. But Melvin Gordon's not so much better. Five targets, five catches. It's like Teddy doesn't want to check down, which mm-hmm. we need that to happen in fantasy football. The opposite of Teddy. Earlier today, I looked up his uh, yards per attempt, and it, he was it was high, really high. It, I I can't remember where it was, but I'm pretty sure it was top five so far. And I was just like, what? Like this is not Teddy. Like what? what do you mean air yards or just like yeah. regular? Uh, I think it was yards yards per attempt. Yeah, it was. It, it was pretty. I was like, "Whoa!" It was. I think it was. Might have been like eight something. Really? Well, keep on talking. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, but yeah, Teddy's been on fire, man. Air yards per attempt, nine point nine, second what? overall. Second, what a what? beast! Right. You know what's funny is I said this um in the past three weeks. I said, "Y'all stop!" Like him yep. being the starter in Denver is great. And they're like, oh, he just chucks it down. It's going to be no good. And then I had to remind everyone that DJ Moore was top five in air yards total last year with Teddy throwing the ball. So why do we think it's going to change? Um, Teddy might not throw for all the air yards, but he does like to target deep throws when he can. And mm-hmm. he could do that with Sutton and KJ Hamler and guys like that. So yep. I think it's been awesome. But don't start Teddy in DFS, but you can start him on your fantasy team and he'll be yeah. pretty, pretty good. I think it's going to be a run, run game. I think Javante and Melvin will get... 12, 15 carries each and yeah. run the ball down the throat. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd start Bridgewater if I had to. I put him right about quarterback 12 of the week, like right, right 12? there. 12? 
Yeah, a little lower, 12. No way. I think if you actually sat down to your rankings, there's no way he'd be 12. No way. Uh, we'd have to see. Let's move on to the next. What he's high, You think he's higher than that? No, he's lower. Oh, uh, okay. Dude, yeah. We're I, living I, in I a world being, where. I was, being a little not, I was being a little nice to Teddy. After well, inflating him with those stats, we got to. Come on. You got, you, do you want to know where he's ranked right now? Like, on okay, what? so he's 12th he's right now in overall points. He averages 20.84 points per game. Well, that's uh, nice. Josh Allen is set 18th right now. He averages 17.43. So that's what I was trying to say in my article about bust. It's such a small, small margin between the 12th and the 18th. And right now, Josh is, Allen is 18th and Teddy is 12th. And it's by two two or three points. Yeah. So. Uh, Fantasy pros, expert consensus rankings. Let's see. Teddy, 14th overall. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. I'm that good sounds with that. All right. all right, I'll take that. Let's go Seahawks one and one at Vikings zero and two. First of all, if the Vikings miss another kick this game, I'm scared for what could happen to the world because Dirtbag Dave might lose his shit. He might burn uh, the yeah, whole world, the entire yeah. world. Yeah, it's it would be nuts. Uh, people would wonder like what happened. Like they'd be like, "Well, what did someone get killed? Like what? How? Why is this guy doing this?" Especially during it, Kicker Week in our league. Oh, oh God! It is Kicker Week. He doesn't have the Vikings kicker. Hope, please God, tell me he doesn't have the Vikings. He does not kicker. have the Vikings kicker. <laughs> he would. I think he would play an empty slot before he played the Vikings kicker for sure. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited for this game. Russ has looked unstoppable this year, and he should explode once again against his Vikings defense, allowing the fourth most fantasy points to QBs. That new offensive offensive coordinator there has really impressed me. Was it Shane, Shane Waldron? Waldron? Yeah, Shane Waldron, Waldron. I think. Yeah, uh, how he's amped things up on the offense. He's letting uh, Russ kind of just do his thing, go quick. That kind of offense has looked – it's just looked spectacular so far. Uh, Lockett has been an absolute stud. No matter how much me and Dave don't like the guy, uh, he should continue that streak this week with the Vikings allowing the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Really excited for DK to finally go off this year. I feel like this is the game. He hasn't had that big game yet. Lockett's been stealing those catches. Everything seems to sway Lockett's way. Uh, I feel like this is the game. DK is going to hit it big. Uh, Chris Carson, he's been fine through two games. The volume's been all right for him, making him usable, solid running back too. Speaking of all uh, hot QBs, Kirk Cousins, right? Hot QBs. Kirk Cousins, so hot right now. Five touchdowns, zero picks to start the year. I think it's the defense's fault. The defense really hasn't helped the situation, kind of forcing him to throw it. He's thrown it 81 times through two games, Kirk Cousins. Good Lord. I think that's why we've seen Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and KJ Osborne all support top 30 wide receiver roles. Like they're in fantasy points, there's they're all three in the top 28. That's pretty wild. If you uh, told me KJ Osborne would be 31st in targets in the league. I'd be like, you're who's KJ? First off, who's KJ Osborne? Yeah. Second off, what's he doing with 15 targets in two games? Yeah. What's going on? It's crazy. Uh, similar to my hopes about DK, I think this is also, I'm hoping this is going to be the week where Justin Jefferson also does his thing. I want to see a Jefferson and DK like back and forth. Like those old school games we used to see when the Giants and the Cowboys would play, and you'd see Plax catch a 60 yard touchdown, and then you'd see T.O. come out with a 50 yard touchdown and would just go back and forth. Yeah. I awesome. just want that to happen so bad in this game. Um, <laughs> and I feel like the secondaries for both teams would could like allow that to happen. Uh, if I can see that gritty a couple times in the end zones this uh, this weekend, I'll be happy. Yeah, KJ Osborne, he has more fantasy points than Jeffrey Jefferson. That's insane. How do you have That's, more points than Who, who, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And, and just what Dave said is he's like, man, that would have been Irv Smith this year, but obviously yeah. it's out. It's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. 
is Irv just as fast and explosive as KJ Osborne? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't they know. Have, they would have to be here to let us know. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of people have been asking me about Osborne and should they pick him up? Should they do this? And you heard me on the show like, no way, no way. I'm kind of yeah. changing my mind in the way of he's good to have because Thielen likes to be really good first half of the season and then be really bad the second half. So Osborne might be one of those guys in the second half that might save your season or help you win the championship. So he's a good stash to get if if he's still available on your waiver wire. Uh, yeah. On the Seahawks side, Lockett and DK are both getting 30% of the target share. So they're getting 60% combined, uh, you know, 16 targets a piece, actually. So they're identical. Lockett just scored the touchdowns in DK. Passes. Yeah. Yeah. Those long, crazy long touchdown passes. Insane. Uh, speaking of KJ Osborne, would you go with like uh, Tim Patrick or KJ Hamler uh, over KJ Osborne? Osborne? I go Osborne. Osborne. Okay, just trying to figure out like where he would be for you. Okay, look, you don't win games playing safe, or how do they say it? <laughs> I don't know. All <laughs> I know is cream rises, and Osborne might be the cream. He, yeah, you're right. He could be. Um, hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think of someone else. Like, what about uh? No, no, no. We'll talk about that later because I want to talk about him. So, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. What are we talking about? No, 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 you're good. What, what game okay. you got next? Dolphins Raiders? What game do I got? Look, like I said, I don't write no paragraphs. I okay, just, yeah, you're good. tell you how it is. Dolphins, Dolphins Raiders. Dolphins at Raiders. Uh, Dolphins 1-1, really, Raiders 2-0. Yeah, I'm really concerned about Josh Jacobs. There's a lot of talk saying he's not going to play today. I did not see the injury report yet. But all indications say Josh Jacobs is going to miss this week again, and that's okay because the Dolphins might shut down that run anyway. It might be a Kenny Drake revenge game. You ever thought about that? That's going to suck. Darren Waller's going to get all the targets. <laughs> it's going to suck big time. Darren Waller's going to get all the targets like always. So start that guy, obviously. Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. That's the part where I get messed up. Do I want to start Ruggs? Do I want to start Edwards? Or neither? Davey, if you had the choice, if you had to choose between those two, who would you choose? Uh, Hunter Renfro. Technical difficulties. Hey. Welcome back. We put in our own comments intermission. Yeah, it was an intermission. It was, an inter- it was a grab a beer break. It was a TGIF grab a beer break. Well, uh, working from home, I've learned the internet goes out at least once a day. And I don't know oh, when wow. it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be, but my router turns red and I won't know until I'm kicked off. It's all good. So, Dolphin, Dolphins Raiders. What do we got? Dolphins Raiders. I don't know where I left off, but let's just say right here. Josh uh, Jacobs. Brian, is yeah, the- we I could hear. Last thing I said was, uh, I picked Hunter Renfro. You said Brian Edwards or Henry Ruggs, and I said Hunter Renfro. But who who did you go with? Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. Yeah, that's. Yeah. You know what? That's whenever I got kicked off because I was clicking in Brian Edwards into a player profiler, and I'm like, uh, I guess there's no Brian in the league because no one was populating, <laughs> but, like nothing. Like there was no Brian at all. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess there's no Brian's. Um, like when so, I try to find when I try to find Josh Gordon on Yahoo today. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not there. Him. We don't need to talk about Josh. Yeah, no, we're good. We're but good. But according to all the sources, Xavier Howard's going to be on Brian Edwards. So, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good, dog. I don't want to start him. But Byron mm-hmm. Jones isn't that good anymore. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I'm a Dolphins person, and I know that he sucks. So, Ruggs might burn him deep and have a big play, but I don't want to play him. On the mm-hmm. other side, Tua, it wouldn't matter if he played or not. He's fantasy irrelevant unless you're in a super flex and even in a super flex. Still irrelevant. I think I'd rather play Davis Mills over to a 
because he's not proven himself. And honestly, is it time to move on? I don't know. It's too early to tell. Gaskins wow. has been, yeah, I, I really, and I, we talk about it all the time. Me and, uh, you know, our friend Danny, and he's a Dolphins fan. I just want Watson so bad. Just trade <laughs> everything for Watson. I don't care. I want Watson. Do mm. you agree? I mean, yeah. Uh, ooh, you really crushed Tua. That was rough. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, o- I'm over it. I'm over <laughs> yeah. it, you know? Yeah, I really but, yeah. am. Um, he was, he's probably going to be the biggest bust in the draft. And, I mean, yeah. like, come on, Fresh, bruise ribs. Ben frustrated, come back. yeah. Frustrated come Dolphins back. fan talking here. Yeah, people would just come back, and he just doesn't. He just he, what? What, what, uh, what did you say about Josh Jacobs? I said he'd be. Oh yeah, he's anyway. He's, yeah, he he's out. Kenny Drake's him. Yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. remember that part. Uh, okay. Yeah, Drake Drake revenge game. Now on the Dolphins side, Miles Gaskin. Did you see a world in the offseason where he would get fifty six percent of the snap share because they're using Malcolm Brown and Salvon Ahmed? No. Ahmed's okay. But why are they using Malcolm freaking Brown? Yeah, when he came in, we saw when we were watching football. And he, we saw Malcolm Brown like on a third and two, and he went like one. He got one yard, and we were just like, "That's Malcolm Brown." Yeah, that's you know what's funny is I didn't even see. I saw the play, but like I didn't see the number. I'm like, that guy looked terrible. That's yeah, definitely we, not we all knew he looked terrible. We we're like that. That yeah. it was the most Malcolm Browniest run of Malcolm Brown's career. So in <laughs> yeah, so in two games. <laughs> Gaskins only had 14 carries, 74 rushing yards, a true yard per carry, 5.1. He's running the ball very efficient in the very, very, very small sample size. It's just he's not on the field, so he's kind of useless, kind of. Very useless, actually. Uh, Only one red zone touch, zero goal line carries. I don't see how I could recommend anyone playing this guy in confidence. Yep. Someone agrees in the chat. Tua is straight trash. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes i agree 100 percent. all i can say is go raiders defense baby yeah raiders defense uh bucks 2-0 versus rams 2-0 probably america's game of the week crazy i mean uh i see the rams winning this one by the way i love cooper cup in this matchup we already talked about the bucks secondary having problems as it is mm-hmm. um i love robert woods in this matchup I don't want to start any running back, not Sonny Michelle. I didn't get any word yet on if Daryl Henderson's going to play or not. Um, our DFS expert, Finn, said start Higby. Um, as you can tell on the show, we are not a Higby show. We think he sucks. But I think he's startable in this matchup. But Cooper Cup, is he going to keep on keeping on? Because it's got to stop. It's got to stop, man. This reminds me of 2019 when he was on fire. Yep. When is the Robert? When's the Bobby Trees game? Just like I just like I needed that Justin Jefferson game, I need that DK Metcalf game. Now I'm I'm kind of like I'm fiending. I'm fiending for the uh Bobby Woods game. Like give it to me. Well, I want the Bobby Trees game too, because I invested a lot in this guy and it's all been cup, 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 and more cup. Yep. And then on top of that, more cup. I'm looking cup. up Robert Woods right now. Target share is twenty three percent, you know, thirteen targets over two games. Like he's getting the targets. He's just eight catches, ninety one yards. That's not good. Yeah. Now. I mean, yeah. in, in, in real in reality, that's just 12, point, 12 points a game. I mean, you expect a little bit more from Robert Woods. Yeah. Which it, it is what it is, man. Uh, on the other side, the Bucks. you know, Antonio Brown's got the COVID issue. Uh, mm-hmm. He has to get two uh, negatives to play on Sunday. And even if he does, is he going to be ready? Is he going to yeah. be in practice? So. I'm guessing he's going to be out, man. Yeah, I'm guessing too. So people are saying pivot to Scotty Miller. 
I do not agree with no. this whatsoever. What does Scotty Miller play? Not the Antonio Brown role. Tyler Johnson does. If you have to go with any bucks, you go Tyler Johnson over Scotty Miller. But obviously, Goblin and Mike Evans are the guys. Yeah. If you yeah. have to, like, if it's yeah, that's yeah. I'm going. I'm I'm Godwin, baby. I'm all in on yeah. Godwin this game. Godwin's I feel like this the, is the one. Godwin's been the only only constant in that offense, and he will be the only constant in that offense because of how he plays and where he plays. Uh, Ronald Jones is pretty much useless. I almost cut him this week. If I wasn't so desperate for running backs, I would have cut him. But I still need a body there. Hi, Jenna. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Dinner is ready. We'll yeah. get through this next game fast. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, starting either of them? Uh, no. It's been the same thing over and over. Don't play a running back against the Rams. Don't play a running back against the Bucks. Done and done. Gronkowski, is he going to keep it up? Possibly you got to start him. Yeah. Packers. Damn it. I know. Packers, 101. 49ers, 2-0. and oh. Aaron Rodgers looked right last week, but Aaron Rodgers didn't play anyone relevant last week. Uh, 49ers side. Who's running the ball? No one knows. The whole team's in the blue tent. Like I think they have a blue tent at practice, and they're all just chilling there, having cocktails, talking to each other because no one's healthy. Yeah, that sounds like a a fun party. Um, (laughs) Trey Sermon was cleared today out of concussion protocol. He's the only healthy one besides that guy from the UFL, Jacques Patrick or whatever. (laughs) Jacques Patrick. So it seems Uh, like it seems like Trey Sermon is about to get like for all the people that are like, oh, he was. You know, healthy scratch week one, and we're freaking out. This forty nine, this Niners backfield is always like this, man. It's a, it's a carousel. Any given week, it's going to be a different guy. And this week, I feel like it, it's going to be the Trey Sermon show. We're going to actually get to see him get decent volume. It's so weird because I've learned in dynasty football, dynasty fantasy, the middle second round guys, and especially the third round guys, people go nuts. Like the the fanatics, like you got to get J Jaw. You know, J J Arcega Whiteside. He's raw. He's talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get you know this guy enter into this guy here. Sermon was that guy, or in the second round, I got I got to get Sermon. Sermon's yeah. the guy. Those guys never freaking work out, man. They never do. It's <sighs> always so frustrating. There's m- many, many players, many players that are like this. Where, I mean, Mike Williams was going to be that guy, but he was a top round talent. But uh, is Trey Sermon actually going to do anything? I don't know. He's going to dive and fumble and get another concussion because that's what I saw he did week, <laughs> week two. <laughs> The evidence, yeah. If you're if you're like a statistical person, you're like, well, one out of one carries, he has died and got a concussion and fumbled. So there's a high a high probability that it, that's what's going to happen. Am I not wrong? I mean, yeah. This whole 49ers offense has been the most frustrating thing in fantasy because except Tex- for Debo. Well, hold on. The thing that sucks is like, so we know the Texans suck, but we have a constant start Cooks. You know, the Colts suck, yeah. but we have a constant. You have to start Taylor because you drafted yep. him. With this team, with the 49ers, it's start Debo. Where the fuck is Ayuk? And where's Kittle? Kittle, man. Kittle. This has to be the game, man. If this ha- this got to be. It's got to be it. Where is Kittle? It has to be it. Like I don't know if it has to be it. Kittle to me, all off season, all in my rankings on during all of our shows, I had a Hawkinson ranked over Kittle. People gave me shit about it. That's fine. Um, I, I always said Kittle's gonna stay in a block. Like he, he always like if you watch any pre pre show or interview with Kittle, he always loves. I love blocking. I love blocking. You know, I got the power up button or what? What does he have? The 
a button on his arm or something like that. He presses. Uh, I don't He's, know. <laughs> you, 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 you fucking, dude. You had uh, kill. You had kill, and every time he caught a ball, you're like, you stood up and went, "I'm pressing the start button, baby." You don't remember that? No, I mean, I'm. No, I probably had a lot of beers those days, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. Anyway, so Kittle loves blocking. What's he been doing? Like, is how many targets is he? Or how, he only has nine targets. You know, uh, they only. I mean, he's just not doing anything, which is trash. Yeah. It's 100 trash. I'm trying to see how many um, routes he's ran. It can't be that much if you're thinking. If he only has nine targets, and if he has nine targets, he's running a lot of routes. That means Jimmy G's just not seeing him, and he only has eyes for Debo Samuel. And yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. Uh Brandon Ayuk, I have to start him in one league. I don't want to, but what else am I gonna do? I drafted this guy in the fifth round everywhere. I think comeback season's coming for him, man. I do. I still have <laughs> hope. I think he's I think he's I really think he's hurt. I really think that he's coming back from an injury and he's taking it easy, man. So Kittle's only run thirty one routes, fifteen a game, fifteen and a half a game. Is that like I, I would like to see Waller's routes and, and Kelsey's Oh God, and, yeah. And even Pitts, Sue's only running fifteen routes a game. Like, what? Like, come on. Yeah, that's not good. Uh. So on the other side, Green Bay, Adams, Jones, Rogers. The normal, the normal You've trio. Got, I've totally given up. I've totally given up on MVS. I've never was a Lazard believer. Amari Rogers is not going to happen this year, and Randall Cobb is just there to. Make Rogers yep. happy. So, yep. um, AJ Dillon, I don't think he'll ever be a thing until the winter time. So you cannot start that guy. Let's move on to the last game, Monday Night Football. Eagles, Monday night should be a good one. Cowboys, it should should be a good one. Jalen Hurts faces off against Dak Prescott, two quarterbacks I love. Let's mm-hmm. Start with the Eagles side, Miles Sanders. We want to see him get going. You know, I own Miles. I, I have Miles Sanders in a my Madden league. He's fucking awesome. So I would like him to duplicate what I do in video games to real life because, as I always said, Miles Sanders has been the biggest disappointment in the history of my life. He's one of those guys who's like one everyone of, the, was one of those him. guys. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone uh, was he's got to explode. He's going to explode. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I I bought into it last year, and you we all know that story. He had 28 carries so far on the year. You know, averaging 4.4 yards per carry. Might it, like why aren't you giving the ball more if you're averaging 4.4 a carry? Yeah. But I guess that's all I can do. I want to see more targets. He's only had seven targets. You would think with Jalen Hurts dumping down to every single person, just dump down, dump down, dump down. Sanders will be involved. Uh, Dallas Goddard. Gainwell, baby. Yeah, fucking with Gainwell, man. I I am (laughs) so over Taking away the good looks. You know, I'm not mad about Gainwell taking over Sanders. I'm mad about Gainwell taking over Boston Scott. Boston Scott was like my love. I love that guy so much. He's just Mm -hmm. a little tiny guy. Like He should have been the next Darren Sproles. And now we get Kenneth freaking Gainwell. Who, Kenny Gainwell, damn yeah, it. And he, he's just going to be like a, a a light James White for the rest of his life. He's never going to be freaking relevant. Screw that Ouch. guy. I know, I know. Um, are you starting Devontae Smith? Yes, you are. You said you would start Devontae Smith over Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. I love Devontae Smith this game. I'm feeling him. I'm feeling him. Do you think he's going to be covered by Diggs? Um, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um. Let's go to the other side real quick. Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. I I hate to ask this question, but who are you starting? <laughs> I'm still rolling with Zeke, man. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm it's still like, rolling. I'm still rolling Zeke, but damn, I, it's it's getting tough. It's like uh, so you're not gonna get this. You're not gonna get this uh analogy at all. But let's go wrestling real quick. 
Zeke is like the WWE, where it's old faithful. You know they're going to be there every Monday night, every Friday night. You got Raw, SmackDown, but their shows suck. But they're always going to be there. The wrestlers are going to be jacked. You know the women wrestlers are going to be, you know, electrifying. The moves are going to be awesome. The stories, stories going to suck. The wrestling's going to suck. The show's going to suck. Tony Pollard's like AEW, fucking awesome. Everyone loves AEW. And you're checked out. I get it. Fucking new hotness on top of the world. The best wrestling promotion in the world. <laughs> are you going to sleep? Yeah, get my pillow here. Oh, here That's Tony Pollard. People are afraid to make the jump from WWE to AEW. This is exactly the same thing. People are afraid of Tony Pollard, but guess what, guys? He's for He's real. So good. He's the real thing. Seven point seven is... yards per carry. He leads the NFL. Yes. I just don't understand why. And Zeke, I mean, he's playing pretty well. 3.8 yards per carry. You want to see a little bit higher. Only four catches, only four targets. That's because Pollard's taking all the targets. Uh, do you have Pollard's targets up? I, I don't, but no, I just no. keep thinking. I keep thinking of that Zeke run, the most embarrassing thing, where like that practice squad safety came up at the goal line to stop him. And it was one on one Zeke versus oh, him. Gosh. And that, and he just tackled it like a foot tackle. It was like, I was like, what? Like, so ever since then i just feel like ugh, that it's just trash just a trash bag now so one running back has 78 percent of the snap share the other running back has 27 percent of the snap share how are out, we talking he's about scoring him <laughs> and he's how, outscoring. Are, how is this a debate this shouldn't yeah. be a real thing pollard's averaging 15.7 fantasy points per game zeke only 11.8 it's wild they, I don't, they, they gotta make the switch we gotta make the switch as people as people, yeah. as fantasy players. Uh, you know the second you make the switch, it's going to be a 40-point Zeke game out of nowhere. I don't think Zeke's sniffing he's, 40 he's points. He's going to be like, nom, 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 nom. I will make this promise to you. If Zeke the rest ever of his career? Points, wow. If Zeke ever scores 40 points, I'll shave my freaking head. <laughs> I promise oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to happen this week, bro. Because <laughs> that's not happening. Now there's it's no happening. Way. Now it's there's happening. No, there's no way in hell. This guy's a, uh, whatever. Uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper Cooper's cleared. Play. Yeah, he was yep. cleared. I like to hear that, man. That's awesome. That's great news for everyone. CD Lamb, that's great for him. You got to start those guys. I'm not starting Seti Wilson. I'm not. T- Wilson. I'm not touching him now that Cooper's. I he was a dire late second plug in if Cooper couldn't go, but now I, I'm. Yeah, Wilson's yeah. trash. Yep. Uh, I don't want to start any of those tight ends. Although if someone gets hurt in the tight end position, either Jarwin or oh. Or Schultz, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to victory lap it. I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm not some doctor on Twitter, but I will benefit because I have Schultz or Jarwin in multiple spots. And but I'm not starting them. Can't start them. Um, I think that's your wrap up, man. That's wrapping it up. That's it. Yeah, yep. that's it. That, that's the whole thing. Uh, if you guys want to contact us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel OUS. It's Davey OUS. We will give you advice. We're always there talking to people, even when we're wrong. Even when we're wrong, like Davey, he said he was wrong. Everybody's wrong on Instagram. Yeah, it happens. <clears throat> Everybody's we wrong. Up, we got a man up about it and say, hey, our thought process was there and we well, were wrong. Yeah, for sure. So it happens. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, OUS Fantasy Pod. Soon to be YouTube starting next week. Um, we're going to be at you, what, four times next week? Holy crap, this is getting crazy. Um, but until next time, man, I'm Josh. That's Later. Dave. We're out. Peace. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or 
Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.